0: Welcome to a, uh, a Brilliant Businesses podcast. Uh, my name is Nick Bryant, and I'm here today with Carolyn Markham from Markham Marketing. Carolyn's story is, um, is one that we love because she worked in the corporate world for, for a number of years, and she brought her skills out of the corporate world and serves the local businesses with, with those skills, which is kind of the backbone for Brilliant Businesses, really. It's, it's supporting those local businesses and helping our, our economies grow locally. So, Carolyn, how are you? Good to see you.
1: Oh, hi, Nick. I'm good. Thank you. You?
0: Very, I'm very good. Thank you. Very good. Very good. Um, perhaps you could start by telling us how it all started, how you got into marketing and how you, you, your path started.
1: Yeah, so I was finally up when I was preparing for, to talk to you. It's quite a scary fact that I realised I've been in marketing now for nearly 25 years, uh, which doesn't feel like it. Um, it's a very long time. Um, well, it all started, uh, obviously, when I was deciding what to do uh, after my A-levels, um, I'm quite arty and creative. I wanted to go to art college. Uh, my dad didn't, he wanted me to do business or something. I think he was worried that if I had a career in art, I could never afford to leave home. So um, yeah, so, and once we looked into it and talked about it, marketing seemed a marketing degree seemed to be the best route for me. It was obviously taking on board business and the analysis and the statistical side that I like, but also there was a route to being creative at the end of it as well. So I spent four years studying marketing. I had a year's placement in London, um, learning sort of a, the, applying the theory I'd learnt, um, which was all very useful. Um, and then when it came to the end of my career, when, once all my friends were looking to get cool jobs at Virgin and Coca-Cola and all those kind of brands, I'd actually specialised in the marketing of financial services um, because, strangely enough, financial services had an interest to me. Um, so from then, um, I left uni, went straight into, to facility investments, uh, where I worked on all their direct mail for a couple of years. Um, I then took a the step away and went to work for a property dot com a property.com in London during the boom um, in two thousand, uh, and that was great fun. Um, learned a lot, um, but also being what it was, it's quite volatile. Um, so I decided uh, to get back into financial services after a few years, and that's when I came back to i went to work Lloyd's Banking Group. Um, where I worked in a variety of areas, starting off in private banking, uh, moving into retail. Um, I was responsible for developing the brand and launching the marketing for the Premier Banking Service um, and then moved into their corporate side. Um, But not one to, uh, sort of, uh, not to keep moving on and changing um, because I do like new challenges. Um, I then moved to HSBC. I was at Lloyds for about six years I moved to HSBC where my first role was heading up the business banking marketing team um, which actually gave me a really good insight into small business owners entrepreneurs what you needed to do to set up businesses and it always really interested me i used to meet a lot of them we used to do lots of business networking um, and we used to run a startup awards as well and just talking to them it used to inspire me that you could just break away from a career uh, to go off on your own, and I used to think that's great, but I'm not sure it's for me because obviously I love corporate life. Um, I also worked in their digital marketing team, and I looked after the planning and strategy as well for commercial corporate um, and across that. Um, so yeah, I uh, a long career in financial services. <laughs>
0: yeah, very very long, v- very good. Um, so, but it sounded like you you really enjoyed what you were doing in in. And, and probably working in London as well, because it's a different lifestyle up there, isn't it? Um, mm. and, and, and financial services. So so what prompted you to to make the change and set up on your own?
1: Well, I mean, yes, I loved it. It was a great time. Um, and it really, you know, I loved my career. Uh, very long hours, but I enjoyed it. Uh, but as a family, we'd moved out to Summit Wells. And with financial crisis uh, in full grasp and budgets being cut, I could see that it wasn't going to be the same. Marketing is always the first function that gets uh, pared down during financial difficulties, um, so I could see it was going to be a very different environment. Um, and I wanted a new challenge. I'd felt like a very small part of very big businesses for a long time, and I thought, after, again, being inspired by all the small businesses I used to meet, that actually it's something that I could do. Um, it would cut out the commuting, um, it give me more more of a work-life balance, um, but also I could offer small businesses and local businesses experience and knowledge that i would gained in London and, you know, and really help down here. So that's why I started marketing. Marketing. Um, this is about eight, nine years ago now. Um, yeah, so I kind of decided one day that's what I was going to do. Uh, yep. So yeah, I designed my website and off I went. <laughs>
0: Good for you. You know, it's a, it's a big, brave step, isn't it? And um, mm. quite daunt quite daunting and, and scary when you do it. Uh, take my off to anyone that does it. So, what? How did you how did you get through those first months, years? You know, how, how what were the biggest challenges you faced when 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 setting up?
1: Yeah. So the challenges that I faced, well, mainly at the beginning, was the fact that because I lived in London, worked in London, all my contacts and my suppliers are in London. So when I actually launched here, I suddenly realised I had no local contacts, um, apart from one chap in the printing industry, and that was it. There was nobody else. So I was uh, so that's when I decided that I needed to get out and network and meet local businesses, meet local suppliers, build up a group around me. Um, and that's when I joined groups like BNI, and they really, really helped me. Not only give me confidence to build my business and give me ideas of what I needed to do um but also uh it obviously you get you know you get the good printer you get designer you know you get everybody that can help you build your business um and one of the biggest things as well is you know the concept you have when you first launch business isn't necessarily what you end up doing because you know you have to go where the need is and there's lots of local businesses that needed all different types of help so my business has changed and involved and i found after the first year i had to rewrite my whole website again because i offered was very different from what I started with so um, mm. yeah so but I found you know once I've built those connections it's, 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 it's just grown year on year
0: yeah and I guess that that's um, when you build those connections and it all starts happening that's when you feel like you're getting the rewards from it um, and in those yeah. aspects of the, the, the most rewarding part of it is that is that would you agree with that was that was that the rewarding for you or? it is yeah. it,
1: it is it's when you start your brand starts getting recognized and you start getting recommended and you know, and you build, and people know who you are in in your area, um, and it's great when uh, people actually come to you um, yeah. asking, sort of saying, "Oh, so and so recommended me, or I saw this and I like that." And it, it really does; it, it's great, um, and it just gives you more confidence to carry on and keep building the business.
0: Yeah. So, how's the um, the lockdown affected you? How's the coronavirus affected your business?
1: Well, initially. Um, everything went silent (laughs) within the first week. Well, the first couple of days, you know, I think everyone found, I think every business literally, I wouldn't say went into panic mode, but they had a complete, what do we do? Um, so yes, business went very, very quiet first week, but when people realized this situation wasn't going away and it was going to be here for minimum three weeks, five weeks, Eight, whatever we're looking at yeah. and so then I started working with my existing clients of how they could change their businesses to to survive um, and operate in this current environment to so bringing things online making everything much more um, yes yeah, sort of contactless. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and I do have industry uh, I do have clients that are in industries that are that are still working so they in key workers like the construction industry. Yeah. And now, yes, people are realizing that the worst thing you could do in this environment is go quiet. You cannot go quiet. You have to use what's available you know, mm-hmm. online, as you'll know, with social media, getting out, mm-hmm. keeping your messages going. Even if you're not trading, you need to keep going with a positive message about what you're doing in the situation, whether you're doing any charitable work. And it's getting the message right. So you're sympathetic to the situation. Yet you're still pushing ahead and you're still open for business if you can be. Um, yeah. So yeah, and it's keeping. You know, I've been writing blogs on how you know how people are trading um, and making up, You know, a lot of businesses are now doing consultations online. Um, yeah, and just keep going. So yeah. actually, I'm at, and I've brought on two new clients in the last uh, two weeks, uh, which I didn't think would happen, but it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know, uh, it's not as busy as I was, but it will, will, will recover as everyone else will, um, yeah. I think. It's, just, just it's,
0: about adapt, going. it's about adapting, isn't it, and changing the way you do things and trying to find exactly. new ways. Exactly,
1: and I think yeah. that in business, that's what you have to do. You have mm. to keep moving on because everything, especially in marketing, there's always new trends, new ways, and as you know, digital changes so quickly that yeah. you have to stay up to date to keep moving with everyone you can't be left behind um,
0: Absolutely.
1: so Absolutely. yes that's just
0: what we've to do so what are you going to do when this is all over what's the plans for mark and marketing when we're through the lockdown and you're and the, and the business starts whoosh.
1: first thing i should go out and meet people yeah <laughs> actually go to people's Human. offices and speak to them face to face
0: shake their hands. um
1: <laughs> yeah so yeah so um yeah, so I can wear nice clothes again and <laughs> yeah. go out and meet people. And, yeah. um, but I think, you know, obviously give it a couple of months to see, you know, because I think even when the lockdown ends, obviously to do marketing, businesses do need a budget. Um, although yep. I do, you know, I, I love the challenge of working with small budgets. You do need something. So I think people are going to, businesses are going to take time. So even when the lockdown ends, I think there's going to be a lag mm-hmm. before people start investing a bit more into marketing. But when it does, you know I'm here ready to help um, and it's all about getting business back on track um, for market marketing, obviously, before this happened, there were plans for um, growing hopefully taking on a marketing system um, and looking at them but obviously that's been put on hold, but you mm. know twenty twenty one will be the year of the growth I think um, yeah. to build it up but I love working with local businesses, it's finding more businesses in the Tunbridge Wells and surrounding areas
0: that need um, marketing assistance. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Karen, thank you very much. Thank you for, for joining me today and telling me your story and tell me your plans. Um, it's been great talking to you, so thank you.
1: Great, right. thanks, Nick.
0: All right, thanks. see you again Bye. soon. Bye.